on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. The Sports Cast. Expect the unexpected. The Jersey Boy Sports Talk presented by The Sports Cast. The Jersey Boys Sports Talk with Victor Orocho and Byron Jones. And here's your host, Victor Orocho. Live out of Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Jersey Boys Sports Talk, hosted by Byron Jones and Victor Orocho. Brought to you by the Sportscast. Today is... February 8, 2024. Time's flying. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to Sportscast on all our channels, YouTube, X, Spotify, iTunes. And if you have iTunes or if you have Spotify, please subscribe to our podcast called the Jersey Boys Sports Talk. You can subscribe. Hit the smash button if you like our show today. We got some guests coming on. Smash the like button on YouTube. We're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube every Thursday at 8 p.m. Please subscribe. Leave a review, ask your questions, your comments. We'd love to to hear about uh, what you think about the show, any comments or questions and opinions. We would like to hear you. And if you want to join our show, please join our show. So let's get ready to rumble. Mr. Byron Jones, how are you doing today? I'm wonderful, man. It is great weather around here. I just love it. All right. So time out. What's what? great weather so our guests know what great weather is? Uh, 50 degrees. Oh, really? It's great weather here, too. It's like 74, so we're good. Whatever, man. You can just All go right. rub it in, right? Wow. Yeah, okay. Wow. I I just, well, it's a little cold. You know, it gets, it gets a little cold lately. It was cold these last few days. I slept really good, so I'm pretty excited. So let, let's get this going. So we did, have a couple of our your, guests. Did you sleep with your Snuggie on? Did you have a Snuggie? I did. I slept with my hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I got a weighted blanket. <laughs> Yeah, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, bro. You have no idea. I have, you know me. I get up super early. I don't sleep well, so you know. I just hopefully I get to grow up and be like you and retire. So we have some of our great guests in the waiting room. We're gonna bring them on right now. We're excited about talking about the Super Bowl. I got some questions that I want to ask. I want to get some opinions, and and then we'll go from there. And I got something here that I want to keep it on mute, but I have it going because they're asking good questions. Right. All right. Let's go. Let's bring in. Let's bring in. All righty. We're going to bring out to the stage. All righty. So we'll bring out on the stage. All right. We got our, our regular guest host, Mr. Alex Quirk, our uh, resident giant fan um, from Maine. Oh, the cold capital of Maine. He's you're 52. I'm 70 something. And we're, we're, what's the weather over there, Alex? Uh, it was in the high 30s. And I think it's supposed to get to 55 on Saturday. So I'm very excited. Ooh, oh, heat wave. Oh, that's heat right. Wave 55. Oh, so you catching up to Byron. All right, good. And then we got Mr. Big Philly. He is the host of his own podcast. Tell us, little, tell us a little bit about your show, your podcast. What can you hear about your show, your podcast, Mr. Big Philly? Follow us right here on Miami Fan Talk Network, right here on the YouTube channel. You can go on X, you can go on Twitch, Facebook, IG, all Miami Fan Talk Show, Miami Fan Talk Network. The home the fans built. We cover the Dolphins as usual. You can see my gear on, although uh, we're a little depressed. Uh, it's all right though. It's all right though. Uh, but we also cover all sports, all different channels, uh, all different, all different uh, teams. 
I might say we're working on that. Uh, getting some more co-hosts, kind of like how you guys have it set up. Uh, that was always my vision, but you know, you know how the you know how the podcasting. Well, we enjoy your show and listen to the show too. Big Philly's uh, uh, the link to Big Philly's show is going to be in the bottom, so please click on his show. Please rate, you know, leave him a review, leave him comments. They got good comments. If you are a, if you are a Dolphin fan, that is definitely the show to be on. I'm gonna tell you right now. I will say they, this, they, though, there are no joke Dolphin fans on that show, just so you know. I will say this with the show, uh, with the network itself. Keep a lookout for any uh the journey episodes. Uh they're usually Friday nights. Uh I usually uh I, I love a good journey, right? Uh we had on Ricky, who's uh 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 a young cat, a rookie coming out in this draft, this uh, this draft class from TCU. Uh, last year, we had a couple of guys from the XFL, a couple of guys from um, like D3 college. Ball. You know that journey, that unconventional route that some guys don't take or they, they do take to get to the NFL, right? Uh, so keep a lookout for the journey with me and my co-host, Turbo. Uh, we had a lot of fun the last show with right. Ricky. Uh, well, keep a lookout for, those, for that show as well, Friday night. Awesome. So we'll get we're gonna get into that a little bit more in the, as we end the show, so we can talk about your show a little bit more, and we'll go from there. So, welcome to the show. Every time you say TCU, by for some reason, I always relate you. I know you're Tulsa, but I always relate you with TCU because I always remember you had an offer over there. By the way, Byron had several offers, but I know TCU was one of them. And then he had the, and then he went to the University of Tulsa. I transferred. I okay, so you did TCU go to TCU. Like, I, yeah. I knew there was T, you had TCU roots because I think of you TCU first because that's you went there first, right? Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's, that's the show went the other way around. He actually started at uh, East Carolina mm. uh, and then transferred to TCU the year after. So the last season is when he went to TCU senior year. Played in Colorado. Played against Colorado. Had a had a half sack. We really didn't count it on a. On Sanders, it's a nice half sack, but they didn't count it. But uh, you know, it was fun. I was talking a little bit about the Colorado game and how was it like playing against them and trying. It was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun interview. I, I got to say, it was a lot of fun interview. Awesome. Well, check out the show. All right. Well, let's get into it. All righty. So I'm looking at some things here. We got some questions going on. Uh, now we could all agree that Brock Purdy is not a fraud, right? The guy uh. has done. Good. You agreed last week. Don't change your mind, Byron. Alex, you run the show. He, he admitted it wasn't. A, you can't call him a fraud. You may not call him whatever you want to call him, but he's no longer a fraud. But he so called Daniel Jones a fraud. You can't call him a fraud. Well, he didn't call oh, Daniel whoa. Jones. A, he didn't call. He didn't call Daniel Jones a fraud. Let's not get oh, okay, hold on. We're putting Daniel Jones and Brock Perry in the same sentence, other than two quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's is, not a good you know, what I'm saying is, you call Daniel Jones a fraud, respectfully. I don't think Daniel's a fraud, but we kind of got hurt. On that. We, got, we got caught on that a contract. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Hold on. That's all right. That's all right. That was good. That's a good one. That's a good one. We'll get into that one. But I want to ask a question that they've been talking about. Who is under more pressure? And Byron, I want you to get going on this one. Who's under more pressure Sunday, Purdy or Mahomes? Purdy. And why? Uh, well, you figure last year he got hurt, you know, and you know they probably would have done a little bit better, you know, with him at quarterback. But uh, you know, him being, you know, number uh, the last guy picked in a draft, uh, uh, nobody, 
yeah, nobody expected him, you know, to be there. And now, you know, by you know being in the Super Bowl, now it's under the bright lights. You know, it's going to be seen worldwide, and it's going to be a, you know, it's it's different than you know when it, the conference, you know, finals or whatever. But now, everybody's going to see it, and it's going to be you know a, a little bit different because now you figure what they got Usher at halftime, so the halftime's going to be a little bit longer, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a lot of different stuff going on that he's not going to be used to uh, at all. Energy's different too. All right, yeah. a- Alex. It's 100% Brock Purdy. What does Mahomes have to lose if he loses this game? He's still a two-time Super Bowl champion at the age of, what, 28, 29 years old. He's got another how many years, assuming, knock on wood, no catastrophic injury derails his career. I mean, it wouldn't be the – it's not going to be nice if he loses his – what he now is two and two in the Super Bowl if he loses, but it's 100% Purdy. I think really because a lot of the people would say – Part of the reason San Francisco didn't make the Super Bowl last year was because of Purdy's injury. This is an opportunity for him to really show that, yeah, I was the difference maker last year. You're muted. (laughs) Big Philly. (laughs) Uh, I would say definitely Brock Purdy, uh, obviously being mystery relevant. Uh, He has more to prove. You know, you want to dethrone the top guy, right? You want to dethrone the dog, the king, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, Mr. What, four out of the five times he's been there already? Yep. Uh, last four, uh, five years, four out of five years? No. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super Bowl, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, four or five. I'm sorry, he had six, so, he's been to six straight AFC championships. Yeah, but he's been it's, there it's, yeah, exactly. So, you know, to dethrone somebody like Patrick Mahomes, you know, again, next year will be a contract year for him, if I'm not mistaken, because he was a seventh-round pick. Um, so this is a lot to prove here. You know, you win the Super Bowl here. You're talking about extensions a lot earlier. More money. He said it himself. He can barely pay rent in San Francisco. That's <laughs> money, bro. But there's one guy that you're not talking about that I think has more to lose. Hold on, on a second. We'll get we'll get to the you know you know my show is structured, baby. So I'm gonna coach you. I, on the, I, I, I gotta keep you in the control. So here's you the deal. Because now now it's my turn. It's now it's my turn. Because I gotta always go. I always gotta make the opposite side so wherever you guys under pressure more right who's under pressure let's stick with that and then we can go into some okay i'll come back to you all right so um that's funny that he can't listen to me he still makes a million bucks so if he can't pay rent in san francisco something's wrong because because everybody because everybody's leaving san francisco it's under it's under siege like the hotels are shut down there's a lot of crime it's crazy. That's a different story. But all right. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to run the opposite way because I was trying to listen to a little bit of a first take and see what they were saying there. Um, uh, I, I I like what everybody has to say, you know, uh, regarding that Brock Purdy has has more to prove. But, you know, for me, I'm going to take, you know, Mahomes has more to prove. Right. He, this is he's he had they had a terrible offensive year. Right. They got a phenomenal defense. They had a terrible offensive year. Right. To the point that, you know, thank God Kadarius Tony isn't playing. Number one. Number two, they remember and I was on your show. I think Big Philly, I told you that the only team that I think that could just turn it on in the playoffs, if they turn it on, would be the Kansas City Chiefs only because their defense is playing great and they got Patrick Mahomes. Right. So that's that. The next thing is if Patrick Mahomes wins this Super Bowl, 
he'll be the first he'll be the first NFL player amongst like six players and three of them were people that were before most of you were born like Mickey Mantle um Joe DiMaggio uh a Stan Musial right that has won two MVPs and three world titles within his first six, seven years of, of playing in a professional sport. There's like one hockey player and there's three baseball players. None of them are football players. Nobody has a helmet. So, so to do what he has to do. So that's that. The other thing is, is that, that, that Patrick Mahomes, uh, why I feel that more pressure is on him. I mean, when we always talk sports and games, the first thing that most uh, commentators, analysts, and even us, what we do is we, we battle quarterback against quarterback, right? We're like, okay, Aaron against this guy. This guy, you got Patrick Mahomes, bona fide superstar, possibly on his way to maybe catching Brady, right? Playing against the last pick, right? If you don't beat him, you know what I mean? Something's, you know, that's pressure, in my opinion, right? And I think they're, they may even be the underdogs, which may be the first time, right? Yeah, two-point underdogs. They're, and they're the end of the underdogs, which is already telling you, like, why would they be the underdogs? I'm, I, and I'm going to tell you where my pick is and why afterwards. So, you know, I just wanted to have a little bit different flavor. I could go either way. I think your arguments are sound, all of you. But I'm going to go the opposite only because I want to give a different point of view. Patrick Mahomes has a lot more to prove. He he wants to get to that goat status, right? He that you know, would be the argument, yeah. You know, he, you want to get to that goat status. You can't lose against the last pick. You know well, what I mean? I mean, at the bottom line is you got to play to beat them. And think about it. San Francisco has had to come behind twice to get to the Super Bowl, number one. And number two, they better not let Patrick Mahomes get ahead of him, number one. And number two, you know Patrick Mahomes can come from behind. So <laughs> you got a problem either way. So I'm going to move a little bit more towards Patrick Mahomes because he has more at stake, his legacy. Purdy wins. He gets a contract. He makes his money. He gets become – like you said, Daniel Jones, right? Ah, oh, man, leave my guy alone. Get his ninety million, then it's done. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that's not the case. But anyhow, that's but no, why the, the the goat debate takes another level if Pat Mahomes wins. And it's not that like it completely dissipates if he doesn't, but he will be on a ridiculous pace of three Super Bowls in five years at the age of 28. Which I know Brady, I think, was at about that pace where it's like if he doesn't win, then you're right. It's like. They're going to probably start rebuilding. Most likely, Kelsey's retiring. Most mm -hmm. likely, so you know, I can see both sides. I just think Purdy. It's more so that like Mahomes isn't like going anywhere if he loses this game. You don't know about Purdy if he loses this game. Nah, Purdy ain't going anywhere, bro. In he's, theory, he, he, know, lying, I I think he's his quarterback. Purdy's going to get paid. Um, he's already proved his worth. His statistics, his numbers are there. Um, but I just think overall, and we'll get into that next. Anyhow, that's where I'm going with Mahomes. I think your arguments are good, but I think Mahomes, Mahomes said it. It's he wants to leave a legacy. He's been on national TV saying he wants to leave a legacy. When you say that nationally, the pressure's on you. Pur Brock Purdy's hoping hoping to pay rent, according to Big Philly. So his pressure is to pay rent. But Mahomes' pressure, Mahomes' pressure is the legacy. Go ahead, Byron. San Francisco is kind of expensive, man. I know somebody lives there right now. Their, their rent is like six thousand dollars, some crazy amount, man, for like okay, a six, two bedroom. So okay, okay, 6, so let's 000. make it 
for, for the mathematically dis, 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 you know, disabled, uh, 6,000 times 12 is $72,000, and $72,000 out of a million is still less than 10%. Uh, so, he has nine hundred. Well, 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 he's at nine hundred thousand. Taxes out in California, and then what? he the taxes. He, he's getting taxed like crazy, dude. Dude, I he, don't he, ever want to hear about somebody's worrying about paying rent, making a million dollars a year. I just don't want to hear. Well, in California, I, I don't care. I just want to. He may be making a million a year, but after taxes, he ain't really making a million. I, I, and I will say this, let's be real, it has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes' legacy. You just want to see Travis Kelsey pop the question to Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> what did it take? Right, let's 15, get in 15 minutes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that big Philly. It goes as big Philly for you. So, but um Hey, listen to me. Listen, I, 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 I don't want to get into that. So, so anyhow, all right. So let's go, let's go. So the pressure right there is there now. Now, the if if um, do do we consider the Chiefs a dynasty even if they lose Sunday, Alex? They don't solidify the status, but like that's like assuming they can go back and win. But like if they lose this, no, I'm not calling them a dynasty. It's a great run they've been on, but dynasty for me, the rule is three. Byron, same thing, same thing. Great, great long answer. Um, yeah, no. Big Philly, <laughs> I concur. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a dynasty, regardless. Yeah, okay, listen. No, uh, no. I think I think three. Would I you think, call Brady a dynasty I, if you only want to? I, I think three is considered a dynasty. I would I would agree with Alex. I mean, that's all I'm saying is elaborate on that. Just concur, and I agree. It doesn't help me. Um, I think three is a dynasty. I, I think they're going to be back there again because I think that the fact that they played so poorly offensively this year. And make it to the Super Bowl is scary, right? And big Philly, this goes to you now. I'm, you know, I'm gonna come out at the Dolphins, right? You guys made a well, it may not have been big Philly, but I'm gonna go at the Dolphins because it could be you or Papa Paul, right? But we're all together. Remember, everybody was was discounting the Chiefs because they got rid of Tyreek Hill. They're back to the second Super Bowl without him. Now, could they have used him? Hell yeah, anybody. Could. Just keep ripping the fucking Band-Aid off the wound, please. PG, PG show. PG show. Remember that. PG sorry, show. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my show is full of filth. No kids, please. Yeah, yeah. So so my point being is is that, that you know, they're scary, and I think they're going to – if they don't get this one, they're going to get their third one. I, I just think. I don't think it's going to happen. So, my, 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 but, nah, but, but I think nah, I don't, I don't, no, 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 I don't think they're going to get a third one because they're going to lose. You know, Chris Jones is up for free agency. They're, they're going to, and he's a big piece a on that defense. Off. Yeah, he, but, he's, a, you know, he's a big part of that. If you're talking about, look at, look at it like this, right? And I, and I agree, Coach B. Um, think about it like this you lose, you lose Chris Jones, right? To free agency because he's going to get, he's going to lose. But then again, there's a lot of D tackles coming out of this uh, free agency class. So they may pick up somebody else, but he's not going to be as effective as Chris Jones is, right? Now, I think Alex mentioned it earlier. It might have been you, I'm not sure. Uh, the possibility of Travis Kelsey retiring. That's another big piece of that offense. So if you lose both those guys this offseason, one the retirement, one the free agency, I don't know. I mean, it's still Patty. I'm not saying that. 
saying is you're losing two key guys, two key veterans, two key captains, two guys for that locker room that that mold that locker room together, two big personalities. So it's it might it may be more challenging than what we're thinking with um you know with Kansas City trying to make it back there for a third time. Okay, great, great points. But let me ask you a question. One, Chris Jones, would he sign a one-year deal because he held out? That's all he signed. Okay, all right. Number one, number two. Um, we talked about Kelsey possibly resign, uh, uh, retiring, right? His brother's not retiring, and his brother's older. Number one, okay. Number but two. There's mixed about that. I don't know. About hold, that. hold on one second. Let me go. Okay. Number one, his brother's not retiring. To me, I think if Kel if they win a Super Bowl, I can see Kelsey retiring. If they lose, I can see Kelsey coming back. That's number yeah. one. Number okay. two, number two, Chris Jones. Chris Jones didn't really gain much on holding out and still signed with them. So there's no guarantee he's just gonna run and leave. You know? Right. So so okay, but 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 wait a second. Let, let me let, let me finish. Let's say he does. Let's say he does. Okay. Now you got Kelsey, you got Chris Jones, and Tyreek Hill. Now I'm gonna bring Tyreek Hill back in the mix. Okay. Tyreek Hill was a major factor as, as Kelsey, but Tyreek Hill was a major factor in their two Super Bowl wins. No, well, no, he was in one of their wins, right? Because he, he they won one without him, right? So they lost Tyreek Hill and they're back at the Super Bowl. They lost Tyreek Hill and they won with the Super Bowl. You know, Spax has done a great job for a long time in defense. I love Chris Jones. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> You know, and it's hard to replace a guy with Chris Jones, but I don't think that's going to decimate that team, and especially in that conference right now. Now with with Harbar coming, with Harbar coming to that conference with Justin Herbert, I think they may have some problems, right, Alex? Well, I was also looking at just like doing a little forecasting. Apparently, not that's a significant jump, but Pat Mahomes' cap hit is going up. I think it's at like. 50 something it's going up to 57 next year and 63 in two years so and then it goes back down again so like these next couple years are going to be very trying if they don't win today but i kind of see it as so then who's the pressure now who's the pressure on fair enough <laughs> i think that this is this is the ending of the window and because of having lived in new england my entire life there will probably be some middling decent down years before potentially they could ramp back up. That's why this is the end of this window that they've had the last six, seven years. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the only difference is that they have, like some of the receivers that they have, like Rice, you know, has come, you know, this kid from SMU has, you know, blossomed, uh, uh, Scanling, and, you know, a couple of other receivers. But those guys are on the cheap. They're, you know, they're, they're cheap right now, but then you're going to have, you know, Mahomes is going to get paid. You know, he said the fifty-seven million dollars. They're not going to be able to pay uh, Chris Jones. You know, Snead, one of the corners, is going to be paid. Uh, Bolton, one of the linebackers, is going to be paid. A lot of these guys, you know, our contracts are coming up, where they're not going to be able to do, you know, what they've been doing. Like, you know, we're going to spread the love because you know Patrick is not that much. But now it's going to go up, and Chris Jones is not going to get paid because of that reason. You know, you got fifty-seven million for quarterback. And I don't know what Aaron Jones, not Aaron Jones, but Aaron Donald, he's whatever. 30 million. 40 quarterback, 28 million is what he's commanding. Yeah. Who? Jones, 28 million. Yeah, he, he's 20, not going to get it. Oh, somebody else. Somebody else is going to pay him. That's why he's yeah. gone. Giants. Probably, That's right. We're back, baby. 
Y'all got to get rid of Jones first before y'all do that. Ah, uh, man, leave my guy alone. <laughs> Time out, time out. Alex, Alex, last week, didn't he already surrender on Daniel Jones? I changed my mind. You can't flip, you can't flip everything. He's a flipper. He's Yo, rookie, uh, I can't say his name because it's long and weird. Uh, that that your end or your linebacker, I'm like, forget his name. Oh, Thibodeau, uh, Thibodeau. There you go, Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Thibodeau came out and said on a news article that he was upset that they paid Bar, they didn't pay Barkley, Saquon, but they paid Daniel Jones, and he felt that Saquon played a bigger role in the playoff year. Than your own quarterback did. No, that's yeah, but he uh, can say that, but he didn't. That, that playoff year, Daniel Jones was like the uh, highest rated deep thrower in the league. He, hey, he came His out with numbers. He was he was balling. Number one, okay, number number two, number two. Remember the the league. I, I'm I, I'm gonna say what you're saying. If you're, but you got to tell me, is that what you believe, or you just just repeating what is in the news? That, sorry, that's a different debate. The Giants, I think it's Saquon Barkley. Okay, so here's the deal. I love I love Saquon. I have no problem. But the, but it's about the market. You understand? So he didn't take. Let me ask you. Let me a, ask you. No running backs getting paid. The only ones got paid was Chris McCaffrey. Before, when you think of the Tennessee Titans, who do you think of? When I think Derrick of the Henry. Tennessee Titans, Henry, I think yeah. no, I think of so, I think, think of, of Derrick Henry. And Rabel. And their coach. Rabel did pop in my brain, too. Yeah. Rabel, I, I think Rabel. Somebody cares about Rabel, he on his way out. When you think of the Tennessee Titans, you think of one guy and one guy only. The first one that comes off your mind, there it is. Right. When I think of the New York Giants, it's not I'm a, Danny. I'm a, I'm a real Philly in because we're in the this is This is the Super Bowl hey, show. This is the Super Bowl show. This ain't the Dolphin show. This ain't the other show. I'm going to reel you in, and we're going to stay focused on my show. Hey, they okay? said you wanted to debate. I, I, I do. Going, I'm, I'm, I, I'm willing show, to debate, man. but I want to debate Super Bowl. <laughs> That's what I want to debate. So I got to reel you back in because now you're going to take a sum in a, a, a shiny nickel different direction. Let me go. My hey, ball. Just bring it in. All right. Shiny, shiny nickel. Hence why he's wearing the dolphin shirt. All right. So let's get going. All right. So now, does Andy Reid retire this year if he wins the Super Bowl? Is the question. Uh, uh, Byron? Yes. I would go out in a blaze of glory. You know, ain't nothing wrong. You know, look at our guy, you know, Michael Strahan, you know, retired, took the Super Bowl with him and, and kept it moving. I'd do the same thing. If he wins this year, uh, Andy Reid, I would go ahead and retire. I, you know, uh, move to, I wouldn't move to Florida, but move somewhere and uh, be done with it and, and give the job to Eric Bieniemy. How about that? Uh, that would be nice. Alex? Now, is this on the hypothetical the Chiefs win, or are we just regardless of result? I think it, I, I would probably, if they don't win, I would, Andy Reid's competitiveness is going to want to come back, especially because his offense didn't perform, you know, the way it should have performed, 
right? So let's just assume it it's based on a win. I don't think he retires just yet. Um, I was just actually looking that up at the beginning of the show of his age because I was like, how old is he? He's been coaching forever. He is 70, right? 65. Nah, 65. Man, he looks, a lot, he look, he looks a lot older than Carol. Belichick, and Belichick's 70. <laughs> You're thinking of Pete Carroll is the one who's the oldest. Pete Carroll – Pete Carroll looks good for his age. Yeah, he, Pete Carroll's like in his early to mid-70s. That's why I don't see Reed retiring, win or loss. I see him going a few more years. Okay, uh, Big Philly? He got way too many burgers still left to eat. <laughs> Much better than the burger you get in the next burger. See, that's a great answer. See, that's a great answer. It is true. I've seen Andy Reed in more commercials than he was ever in Philly. Nah, he's that never, nah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's, got, he's got too much. He's and, he, and he's pretty funny in those commercials, you know. Um, do I think Andy Reid retires? You know, I, I, if it was, if I was Andy Reid in his life, you know, I think if he wins the Super Bowl, I would retire because he's had a rough NFL life. Like, because, you know, he lost his son, right? His son committed suicide in the locker room. I mean, he, he's given a lot to the NFL. Right? Why? Uh, why not? Why not just go out in the blaze of glory? I mean, he could and still the, do. And the other things. one got locked up. Don't forget about the other one, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's just that. You know, that's that's what happens when you, you know, unfortunately, you know, and blessings to his family. You know, I feel bad. I'm not. This is nothing. No knock on the Reed family. This is no knock on Andy Reed. It's just that he's football's taking a toll on his family life, right? So when. You know, he's how many, how many, how many championships, conference champ, uh, NFC and AFC championships has he had? He's got a lot. Okay. But he's got close to like 10. He's got six here. Right. And he's got how many with Philly? Philly had like three or four. Right. Um, One. One. He only went to the, uh, he NFC, went to the championship. NFC championship a bunch, but they kept choking every time until no, they that, finally won. Time out. That was my comment. My comment oh, was how, how many how many conference championships has he gone to? Fair, nobody okay. nobody judges a, a coach on how many times they get there. They only judge them on how many times they win. That's true. Yep. Hence Shula. That's why we don't consider him a great coach. That's why. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that for another discussion. Byron brought that up. Remember, right, Byron? You brought that wow. up with Big Pop on the show, and they was like, "What do you mean you don't count him?" So we'll, we'll our next afterwards, Big Philly. Coach, the big Philly. When, <laughs> when we come, when we come back after, after the Super Bowl, you're gonna come back. You and we'll, can't we'll, do that. We'll have you this debate. You know, I got. I'm it's a. I'm a, I'm a it's what a, It's a cliffhanger. It's. It's like one of those episodes. Until, until next season, right? That's so you gotta wait to come back. I didn't Don't say. Don't make it. me bring Pete up. Byron. Byron made. Look at Byron's hand. Made the comment, but you said it's based on wins. All right, you winning He's the it. most winning this quarter uh, coach in the NFL history, right? And how many, but that, how many Super Bowls? Uh, how many won? Super Bowls? He won two. That's it. He won. Yeah, and, he won Miami, right? I don't count. Oh. I don't count the almost like somebody's trying to do. Wait a second, Andy Reid's already got two. Okay, and but who's got more wins? Okay, but Andy, uh, Andy Reid's going to have more Super Bowl. For the record. We just said a dynasty's three wins. If he wins, Andy Reid built a dynasty, 
Shula didn't. Okay, I get that. He's okay. got more Super Bowl so, wins. Is anyone referring to the Dolphins in a dynasty? If that's something? the case, no, then no, Bill no, Belichick would be the greatest coach of all time. He is the greatest coach he of is. all time. <laughs> I'm, not, there's no, I'm not debating. There's no confusion. He I'm is the greatest coach that, of all time. But for you to say... I'm just, I, I, just, I, just, I, knew, I knew how to get that in there for you, but we're going to bring you back. You know, you know how to yeah, do I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being funny. I, I hate to do this to you. I'll be right back. Hold on. All right. So now. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, Big Philly, you know I love you, baby. We're gonna come back to that. I promise. I promise. But 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 Byron's got to get in. So don't. I'm not. I'm don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm the guy poking the fight, but I ain't fighting. I'm gonna have Byron and you guys go at it. Okay. So let's 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 continue. All right. So um, what are the what are the keys? Okay. So now here's my concern. Here's my concerns on both on both sides. Uh, of the teams, and then I'm going to say you guys. Mike, uh, I'm a first start with San Francisco. My concern with San Francisco is they have not been playing the dominant football that they've played when they had all their players. They have all their players now, right? Um, they have all their players now, but they're not playing dominant. They've been coming back from behind in both games, right? What do you think is going to happen in? you know, in the Super Bowl, and what do you think they're going to need to do to make that change? Byron? Well, first, they got to stop the run. They haven't been really good at stopping the run, you know, at all. You know, people have run the ball on them. Uh, you know, they are missing, you know, they had an all-pro safety, you know, that's been out all year, you know, for uh, with a knee injury. And, you know, that probably affected, you know, the back end. But uh, Chase Young, uh, the second player picked in the draft is not playing like one, not even close. You know, they've been talking about, you know, him limiting his, uh, you know, his snaps because, you know, his run defense, because he's still doing, you know, the splash play. You know, he wants to make the big play. And basically you can run at him. You can, you know, like Nick Bosa on the other side, you know, being, you know, a great pass rusher. But he does, you know, uh, stop the run very well. But, he's balling. Uh, eh. He's all right. He had, two, he had two sacks last game. He's made some he's things. All right, man. He's, he's doing all his right, job. You run the ball at him too. You know, he's great at the pass, you know pass rush, but you got to run the ball at him. And you know that's what they're gonna do because uh, Pacheco is supposedly not hurt. You know with the the toe or ankle, whatever he's got going on. But you know the Chiefs have to be able to run the ball against these guys. All right, we got another guest coming on, sports analyst. Uh, college coach, high school champion coach, uh, Mr. Andre Gispert. We have the, the Phantom. We haven't seen him in a long time. Mr. Mr. Andre Gispert, welcome back to the Jersey oh, Boys Pork We missed you, my brother. So hold on. You got to unmute yourself now. Unmute. Unmute. Sorry. Uh as you guys know, during recruiting season, I have a gag order. I'm not allowed to be on any podcasts during recruiting season. We need a gag uh, order for a couple of our guests today. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> My goodness. Holy cow. You've had, uh, you're have having fun with that mute button, too, though. <laughs> I, I love this stream. Yeah. By the way, Big Philly, Andres, you guys, too. Oh, my God. If I get two of you at the same time going at it, I don't know how I'm going to stop the show. So uh, just I, put pastelitos. 
Yeah. Hey, welcome back, uh, Andres. How's it going? How's the team? How's the recruiting? Everything going well? Recruiting is tough, brother. I, that's a day. That's a conversation for oh, for another day. I mean, let, uh, let's face reality. Now you're recruiting the kids in your building. You're recruiting kids outside your building, and you're oh. recruiting kids. To, it, it, it's a dynamic. It's a paradigm shift of epic proportions. And that's a that's a subject for another day. But let's talk about this Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, so, I'm excited. I'm really excited. So who has yeah. who has more to prove, in your opinion, Purdy or Mahomes? Mahomes. It's it, it's his it's his throne to defend. Okay. He's basically has to prove that that it's not just the his talent and the system. It's it, it's to prove now that they can be a very defensively sound team. Let's face reality. What happened last year to the 49ers was heartbreaking. They didn't have a man who could throw a ball. They lost the they lost the NFC Championship game because they didn't have a man on the field who could throw the ball. Weren't they going to put McCaffrey in as quarterback? <laughs> Dude, at one point at one point they were thinking about activating the water boy. I mean, seriously, all <laughs> All options were on the table when Purdy went down. I mean, a team going through eight quarterbacks in one season is unheard of. So let me ask uh, you a question, uh, though. But, but Baltimore's defense was ranked up there, too. So he, be, he beat them. And he, you know, he beat them convincingly. Yes, but let's face reality. That looked like a, uh, that looked like a, high, school, uh, a high school hot mess out there on that field. I, I, I tribute that loss to the coach. That that was that was that was an offensive that was an offensive debacle of epic proportions. I don't know how they didn't go to Plan B, C, D, E, F, Z. Like seriously, they they just kept on with the same game plan. The same. It's like this is the script. We're gonna stand by the script. We're gonna. I mean, look. I'll give it. I'll give it to Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell went ahead and. He stuck to his guns on fourth downs. He stuck to his guns on things, but they didn't do anything that was different from what they did during the season. And, you know, they were still in it at the end of the game. They were still in it. Okay. What happened in Baltimore was an annihilation of that offense. And the fact that they did not make any changes. Well, that's why heads are rolling. All right, but let's get off. All right, let's get off the ball. Yeah, they should. Have uh, but let's get off, let's but get at off the end of the day, I was only at the end of the day. At the end of the day, the defensive, oh, the defense that that right now the 49ers have is dangerous, and it's dangerous because they lock down the wide receivers. So it's going to be, it, it's going to be Kelsey's game because of the fact that he's uh, he knows how to get in between the linebackers and the linemen and catch that uh, and, and catch that dart and catch that and, and catch the slants and go underneath uh it, it's Kelsey or Ki- or uh, Kittle's game seriously it's going to come what, down what, to the tight ends what's oh, up big cat, Philly? Is that a cat <laughs> look they go oh wait this is a cat yes uh, this is Zorro, uh my cat Oh, uh, the fiance in the other room's moving around, so he was oh, like, perked up. Uh, <laughs> um, Byron, Byron, my opinion though, Byron, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think, San, I don't think San Francisco's defense has been playing to their, to their. They haven't been playing that great. 
They haven't been no, playing like haven't. they've been playing during the year. So I don't think no. that, that Mahomes has to worry so much about that defense. I mean, I still think it's a good defense. I think I think Kansas City's defense is better. What do you think, Byron? Uh, uh, on paper, when you you know Nick Bosa and Chris Jones, that's a wash. Uh, the linebackers, uh, the, both of them are pretty Greenlaw and Warner, both you know very good. Uh, the corners, yeah, they got uh, Kansas City, Snead and uh, McDuffie. So eh, they're about even, you know, going into the game on paper. On paper. Okay, but I just think Spags is—he's been, in my opinion, Spags has been a genius during this playoff run. Alex, they've executed some great game plans. I mean, I know many ways we would attribute more Baltimore shot themselves in the foot than necessarily what Kansas City did, but Kansas City still locked them down and did what they needed to do defensively to win that ball game. Mm -hmm. And wait a second, didn't Kansas City do the same thing to Buffalo? They sure did. Because Buffalo yeah. was running down their throats. It was a they, it was embarrassing how Buffalo was just running out of throats. And Spag changed it and shut it down, which was my problem why Josh Allen didn't run the ball. That was another coach in debacle. Big Philly, what are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> you have the green light. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'm just still disappointed. I'm just gonna stay there. Stay quiet. No, come on, man. Come on, don't go give it like that. Come on. Uh oh, do we lose? We lost. We lost some. We lost so, some. So, uh, Andres, him and his repeat, repeat questions. I didn't hear the question. My question was is that that um that I think uh, my my opinion is I believe that Andre was bringing the point that that. San Francisco's defense, like Mahomes has more to prove because he's finally playing against a really top-rated defense, right? And I thought Buff Baltimore had a top-rated defense, right? And it was an offensive debacle, debacle but still, they still had a, a great defense. But I think San Francisco has good defense, but they haven't been playing like they were during the year, both offensively and defensively. And my argument is that Kansas City's defense is better. Byron said that on paper they're even – my difference makers that Spags has played. He's been he's he's adjusted. He shut down Buffalo. Buffalo was running down their throats. Do you agree? Let me ask you this. Okay, um, their their head coach is um, uh, San Fran's head coach is uh, it's, uh, Cal um, Shanahan. Shanahan. Cal Shanahan. All right. Um, last time I checked, Buffalo's head coach is a defensive minded head coach. They had a uh, OC that came in and took over, and Brady. I'm not going to count that game. Miami, I'm not going to count that game. Our offense completely crapped the bet trying to be the play. You might say they froze. They, no, 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 they didn't freeze. Um, Don't get them started. Um, Don't get them started, please. Uh, it, it was much worse than freezing. That was definitely an ice age that happened. That offense. But, um, you know, they definitely got caught in an ice age. Um, yeah. I'm I'm not even going to blame the cold weather, but that's just noodle arm. Um, then you have, you have Baltimore. You have Jim Harbaugh. Um, I'm not sure. Harbaugh, is he even an offensive coach? I'm not sure. Off, uh, Jim Harbaugh is a defensive coach. 
Yeah, but he was he's more defensive minded since my, he's been a head my, coach. My whole point, my whole point is that Spags is now facing an offensive minded coach. Um, the weapons are obviously a lot different in San Francisco. Um, I think they're a little bit more more well rounded. Uh, obviously, you kind of mentioned earlier where um, Spags was giving up a lot of that rushing game to Buffalo at the beginning and then, and then adjusted. They're going to have to definitely worry about Christian McCaffrey there, uh, Debo, uh, and how they get him involved, Kittle. Then you have to worry about Ayuk who can stretch the field. So they have a lot of stuff to worry about offense on the offensive side, not just the defensive side. And I think that, um, I think that if Mahomes comes out and turns the ball over, even if it's just once, that might be the difference in that game. I think that the team that turns the ball over the most, the team that's going to lose this game. Well, I would I would agree with you to the fact that 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 was the issue in all of his playoff games because he didn't turn the ball over at all. Um, Actually, Miami, I think they turned it over. No, yes, yeah, okay. Miami, but I, I think they, they, the one thing he did is he has protected the ball way better in the yeah. playoffs. Kansas City was like a turnover magnet. Remember, yeah. also the receivers weren't catching the ball. Right, so you know. All of a sudden, Valdez Stanley put some stick on his hands, and now he's catching the bombs. Now, the, now the now the now they're catching a ball. Um, a, a, By, a Byron, how about this? Let's throw this out there. Nobody said anything about this guy, Kyle Shanahan. You know, he's supposed to be the the offensive guru. Uh, put anybody at quarterback. Uh, you know, and, and I can win at anything, but he still hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Uh. When he was in Atlanta, when he had the offensive coordinator there, and they, you know, they went up twenty-eight-three, and next thing you know, it just sort of went crazy. I know he's an offensive coordinator; he didn't have nothing to do with it, but he still had all to do. Yeah, the fact that everybody has anointed this guy the next great quarterback. I mean, the next great coach that he's he's, he's tremendous and still hasn't won one yet. What about that? But he went to two, right? Yeah, how many has he won? He hasn't won any. Uh, Hey, and they were up oh, yeah, in the fourth quarter of that one you against the city. I don't think he won a Super Bowl. No, I never yeah. did. Not yet. Not he yet. Win, he always done it. Here, here's the go. I'm gonna start a fire. He's gonna be like Don Shula, you know, one, t- you know, that hasn't won anything. <laughs> hey, why are you doing this? Don't do this. I'm gonna have to let oh, Big Philly. You know. hey, there's only so much I can give to Big Philly. You ever have to let him come on? <laughs> You told me to come on here. Dude, you put two Cubans from Miami. You put two Cubans from Miami, and you talk bad about Don Shula. The no, only and, thing to keep us quiet will be on Medianoche. <laughs> when you start getting mad and you start talking truth, he just beats you out. No, I'll let. That's not That's true. That's what he is. I said true. I just want to keep him focused, but he's the one throwing out the bobs. So the whole point being is, I promise you, how's this, Big Philly? I promise you and your fans that we're gonna bring you back to be able to defend your honor. No, 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 no. We're gonna do this on my show. Because I yeah. have to work. Oh, no. oh, we can do it. Yeah, but now we got to come on your show. And Byron never no, comes no, no. on. I shows. have all of y'all on my show. Okay, well, come on your show. <sighs> I also, I also got to give no you. Fidel, I got to get. I got to. Socialismo no sirve, man. No, 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 no. Time out. The only ways I'm doing that is I want to stay focused on the Super Bowl. And I love you, Big Philly, but you have shiny nickel syndrome. 
Right, we'll go down the line, and it, we'll, be, we'll be talking about we'll be talking about Aaron Rodgers soon. And then I don't want to get in. We're talking about the Super Bowl. Why right are we now. talking about Aaron Rodgers? That's my point. Hey, See what hey I mean? hold on, hold on. That's all I got to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Big Philly. Oye, Big Philly, yo creo que tú tienes uh, a, Rocco, uh, a Rocco Frijoles Negro detrás de ti. Go, go, uh, go ahead and, uh, and eat some of that for a little bit while we continue about the Super Bowl. Okay? <laughs> yeah, <it's all> <laughs> but, uh, but, I don't even but, know where you're going with that, but okay. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm hungry too, bro. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, I'm not hungry, but okay. But anyways, look, Bill Philly, we'll do it on your show and we'll do it on our show because I think it's only fair, right? Uh, because this was a show you were on, so I'm going to have you on and then I'm going to let you go. But I, 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 I won't get you. I won't get you out. I was messing with you. Um, so and I pro and I promise you that, right? I will. I, I do owe it to you because Byron. It's okay. We'll just keep you a political prisoner. Byron likes starting fires and he keeps doing it, and then I started a fire and we keep pouring gas on it. And then it's pour the gas on it. Pour and it on not, there. And that's not fair to our guests, so I don't want to okay. do that. I apologize. Okay. All right, so let's get go back. What what are the okay? So so Big Phil, I'm gonna let you go first. One, who 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 are you picking, and what are the keys to success? San Fran. And what are their keys? Wow. What are their keys? Like Coach B just said, Kyle Shanahan is going to be the key to success. Unlike Mike McDaniels, that could be tough. But no, on a serious note, um, uh, Christian be a huge key there. Uh, being able to uh, to put the ball downfield, using the run game, attacking that Kansas City front four, uh, realizing Christian McCaffrey would be that, that my first key. Getting George Kittle involved. Uh, He's been kind of quiet, but I think that he's elusive and he can be very physical uh, and can pound that secondary there uh, with some physical hits, kind of get them thinking second, thinking twice going over the middle uh, to hit Kittle. And uh, uh, lastly, uh, stretching the field of IU is my uh, third um, key to victory there. Uh, stretching the field. It's going to be tough, though. I respect Pete a lot. Um, he did a lot this year, but I think he's going to be focused more on Debo. Um so it's gonna it's gonna leave uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk, the speedster, uh, open to stretch the field. So I think those are big three big three keys. The victory defensively uh, for San Francisco. If they do all three of those and they they protect the ball, protect Purdy, protect the ball, and turn the ball over, I think that they win this game. Okay, great, Byron. What do you think the key? Who are you selecting? Who are the keys to victory? Uh, this is sad to say, but I'm throwing it out there. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Pacheco, you know, as far as you know, being able to run the ball, you know, on the um, 49ers, uh, Kelsey getting open, you know, working the middle of the field, and the X factor, you know, if he plays, if he plays, is Kadarius Tony. You know, it, it's a shame that I got to throw the guy, he might play, let's go. He, and he's this guy's gonna mess around and get two. Yeah, I know it's sad to say he's gonna mess around and get two Super Bowls because he's either gonna, you know, something in the special team, you know, as far as him turning a punt, or you know, just the, the you know, because he's been going back and forth with the Giant fans, they're in his head again, you know, and so him having a big factor, you know, in the game if he plays. Okay, um, Alex, who are you picking? Keys to victory. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Said he was hungry. Just saying. Yeah, that's why I put him on mute. I think he's eating. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm taking the nice. Chiefs. 
And while I would have no reason to believe that they are, in theory, the better team, what about the season has shown that it's not the Chiefs that are going to win this game? I mean, how many times they've almost been doubted, especially in the postseason, and they continue at the end of the day, they they find a way to win. And I think they will finally stop the run, which that was the thing Baltimore didn't do. Well, granted, they didn't run. But I think Kansas City heard that, and they're going to really, I think, dial up the pressure on the on the rush uh, rush defense. I can't talk. I think they're going to stop the run, and I think Kansas City wins. Not like blowout. I think it'll be close. So Kansas City, Kansas City, San Francisco. Andre, unmute. Hey, okay. sorry. Yeah, bro. We couldn't tell if you were eating frijoles and or you or or you were or you were plastering the ceilings, bro. So you know, there there's no double duty on my show. So what's the deal? Hey, man, right, so big man's got to eat. Okay, yeah. See, Philly called it. Philly said it. He said, "Big Philly said it. He, he's talking about me with frijoles." Look at he's saying, ah, "See that?" But now, big. Philly's I got my nuggets a, ready. I got my nuggets Philly's ready. Hungry. What do you what who are you picking and who, what are the keys to victory? I think we are going to see another Kansas City Chiefs win. And what are the keys to victory? I think it really comes down to uh, as Byron put it, Pacheco and Kelsey. Uh some special teams is going to be nice, but I really think that underneath it's going to be uh, I I don't I honestly don't see Nick Bosa getting to Mahomes. Uh, 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 fast enough to uh, to mess that up. Okay. So, okay, great. All right, well, here we go. Here's my pick. I'm going with Kansas City. Uh, and here's one, here's one reason is I'm 0 for 3 going against Patrick Mahomes, so I ain't going against him again. Number one. Okay. The doubters wrong. Number, number two, um, I want to stick to the, my point that I said earlier in the year. Out of all the teams that were that had the ability to turn it on, if they were going, if they would turn it on, would be Kansas City. I don't think Kadarius Tony's going to play. I think that that he's a distraction, and they've already proven they didn't need him at all. They haven't played. He's going to get his second Super Bowl, but they need him at all. The keys to victory, I believe, again, is what you guys said. It's going to be Pacheco. They're going to need to run that ball. I think the keys to victory on both sides is going to be turnovers, right? Just I, I don't think that we're at the level right now in the playoffs that the, the team that wins the turnover game seems to win, right? And um, as much as I like Brock, Brock Purdy, I just, you know, when it comes down to it, Byron, let's say if I go with what you said, the defense is even on paper, then you got to go to the offense, right? Shanahan may be a genius, but if you go to the offense – it all starts with the head of the snake, and that's the quarterback. If I got to pick a quarterback over one quarterback over the other, Patrick Mahomes versus Bur- Purdy, it, it's untouchable, right? Um, so I think they're going to win the third. They're going to become a dynasty. Um, I think Spags is just playing brilliant, brilliant defense. And when I say that, meaning it's not that he's playing just brilliant defense. He's adjusting quickly where that was my problem when Philly lost their Super Bowl. They never adjusted, right? Spags has adjusted. He's changed it up. So that's who I'm picking, and that's what I believe the keys to victory. I think Kelsey's going to have a big game because his girl's going to fly in in a jet from Japan. 
So I think Who's he's going to have a big game. Who's paying for that jet? Who's paying she for it? Is, she is. She is her own private jet. It's, it's her. her it's hers. It's like your truck, Byron. She's got a yeah. jet. Oh, don't you gotta rub it in. I'm not rubbing it in. I don't have a jet. I feel, like, I feel like you're rubbing it in. She's got four I, jets. No, She's no, got no, four no, jets. No, no. They just said she downsized. She went downsized to one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so modest oh, wow. and humble oh. of her. Only one. She downsized to one. And then, and then you know that the families don't get tickets. They got to pay for that. So she's got to get her own suite. So the Kelsey family. The suite is, is $2.5 million. That's like she's getting paid two hundred and million dollars. She got paid two hundred fifty million dollars for a show. Uh, the heiress, show, the heiress concert series made over one point three billion dollars. Yeah, the stupid movie almost hit a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, she made two hundred fifty <laughs> million in a day. In a day, so two point five million. Is she's not hey, worried no, about a suite. Uh, I wouldn't pay for no suite, man. Hey, man, I'm all for I'm all for Kelsey becoming a stay-at-home dad. This and, is uh, this is getting so big. This is getting so big that they had a report that the that the uh, where the jets fly in that Las Vegas is really trying to get that in control. They have over a thousand private jets flying into this game. Yeah. They're actually parking the jets outside uh, in uh, in neighboring cities because there's no more room to park the jets. I mean, think about it. this is the first Super Bowl in Vegas, which, again, a statement that almost in our lifetime we would have never thought even 10 years ago. And now the way that the culture of sports and gambling has shifted now to have this moment, it, it's of course they're going to have like a lot of people in Vegas. Those are going to be some great parties on Friday night. Oh man, it's, it's expensive party. They've already started. <laughs> Byron, how how dangerous do you think? How let's let's go from a scale of one to five. Five being the most dangerous, one being the least. Let's just go around the panel. How dangerous do you think it is for the players to be in Vegas for the Super Bowl, Byron? I don't think they're gonna. Uh, I don't think it's bad. They know the rules. They're not. Bro, gonna, it's easy. Uh, one to five. One. Wow. Alex? Now, quick question. Is it any NFL player or those playing in the game? The guys playing in the game? Come on. It's about the game. Yeah, I'm giving it a four. Huh? You're going to give it what? I'm going to give it a four. There, yeah, like Patrick Mahomes is not going to be stupid enough to be at like – Yeah, but the, there's 57 players. I'm not talking about exactly. the stars. Like, you know, so you give it a four. Four, four is pretty high. 800,000 who's thinking Big about Philly? it. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried about the betting aspect, especially when you see guys that uh, did for the betting. You're in Vegas. Uh, I'm more worried about that. Well, one, to, one to five. How dangerous do you think four, it is for on the betting and party aspect? I know they're there with the team and they got curfew, but I mean, it is party town. You can look at drugs. Uh, you know that blue-eyed speedy killed that poor girl. Um, so, you know, I, I do think about things like that. Although, you know, Andy Reid's got his guys um, uh, pretty well tucked in there, including uh, Sam Brand and Kyle Shanahan. But uh, I do agree that, you know, not, not just them, but they're there right now. 
uh, that are interviewing, you know, guys that are watching the game, that are doing NFL stuff, uh, meet and greets, those guys too for their respected teams are also uh, at risk, I think, going there, especially with the betting aspect through the betting side. You know, look what buddy, look what buddy uh, Bourne just got just got hit with. You know, and those what what is it, two hundred or seven thousand bets that he made with with the Patriots uh, under aliases? Didn't even booty or, yeah, booty came on booty. Oh my god! Yeah, that, I, Andre one oh one to five. What do you think? Negative they, seven. Really? I think not a danger at all. Let me explain this. As someone who's been in the profession. Those guys are not going to be leaving anyone's sight. Okay. There will always be security next to them. There will always uh, there. They've shut down whole floors of hotels and converted suites into family living areas so that they can meet uh, meet and greet with their families. the 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 level of security is better than uh, the one for the president right now. Because they only worry about one guy when it comes to the president. They are worrying about a staff of 126. And right. I'm not saying just the players. I'm saying everybody from athletic trainers I got to the water, uh, water bottle boys. This is the, this is the longest covered. poll I've ever had in my life. <laughs> negative. <laughs> negative. I asked, seven. give me one to five. That's it. And I'm getting like this. You asked for it, though. You asked I, for it. I asked for give me one to five. That's it. I didn't say give me an explanation. All right. So I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four plus 4.5. Um, let's so we're clear. Do you guys not remember when the Super Bowl was here and one of the players got caught on Biscayne Boulevard picking up a lady of the evening? Was that um? That's legal in, in Vegas. It's legal there. Yeah. So I'm just saying to you, not the superstars. Yeah, but that was a major star that got busted. I think Vegas is dangerous for. It's dangerous. It's going to be dangerous. Some of the players. I hope nothing happens, uh, and I hope they got the security that Byron says. But long story short, like, but I think the combination of of sitting at the table, maybe you're not doing anything, but you're betting all night and you're losing. Um, you're you're you you got women coming up. I mean, these kids are young, you know, playing their first Super Bowl in Las Vegas. So anyhow, I I think it's a apparently they have a rule that no NFL player, whether in the Super Bowl or just doing media, can't enter a casino during the big. Not that it won't happen. But there's Bro, a rule. They're, they're, they're gonna have the they're gonna have the dealer come to their room. No, they have a video already out of of uh, Kelsey's brother gambling on the blackjack table. Hey, that's the He's not active anymore. Remember, he is active. Hypothetically, he's not retired. Not he's yet. Not he's, yet. But, but he's but, but he's in the table. Like he, what big Philly said. That, that All right, gentlemen, this is this is good. So we got we so we got we got we got four for uh, Kansas City, one for San Francisco. Either team, I don't I don't have a, a, a race, a, a horse in the race. So you know, my Giants are watching and eating chicken wings and stuff. I'm just saying, the last time I was on this show and y'all bet against me, I won, and I bet for your Giants. No, it's right. That's right, you did, and What's you that? were, but yeah, but you were also in shock that I we went against. I went against. I was the more in shock that the entire panel, but went against. The oh, but look, how, but, but time, but by time out, look, look, look how the how far the Packers went. The Packers are going to be dangerous for the years to come. They're young, and they're playing some good football. I will give I will give them Lafleur credit. I'm going to give Jordan Love credit, and they're I think what did you say, Byron? They're all like under 27. That whole team. Yeah, very young team. 
I mean, that's a young, talented team. Obviously, they'll take, you know, so they got to win quick because everybody's going to want to get paid. But at the end of the day, it's a talented team. Well, gentlemen, thank you again for booking the Jersey Boys Sure shot. Big Sally, can you tell, tell us about your show, when to come, and, and what time is it at, when they can see it? So it's going to be Wednesday nights at 8.30 right here on Miami Fan Talk Network. And uh, when we do get our player interviews, it's called The Journey on Miami Fan Talk Network. And that's typically Friday nights at 8.30. So tune in. Tune in. Please check in the link below. We're going to have a link to his show. Please subscribe to his I'm show. I'm not Castro, guys. I don't move people at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm also not a shiny nickel. Um, all right. so, I'm around. Between you and between you two, you and Andres, it's difficult to have one of you on the show. Having both of you on the show, he's talking to you about eating and he's stuffing his mouth as we're talking. Right. And, I <laughs> and you haven't moved. I haven't moved. And I didn't know I whether he's plastering his, his, I thought he was he had a bowl. He had a bowl. He had a bowl that I thought he was plastering a tree or he had food in it. He ended up having food in there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Byron, so tune in next week to our show. It's every Thursday. At what time, Byron? 8 o'clock. All right. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Live on Facebook, live on YouTube. We're going to be on We're on Spotify, Stitcher. Please subscribe to our show. I want to say thank you to David Burns and my, my fraternity brother, Greg Bonaparte, for joining in. They all root for Pacheco. Hey, guys, David or Greg, if you're out there, who are your picks? Let me know. Andres, oh, welcome back. Uh, we want to get some more of your analysis because, you know, I want to I, I, I truly believe I want to have that next discussion with us. Remember, I told you, I think that the analysis, even though it's good, it's going to catch up on us. And I think some of these guys that are sticking to their guns with the analysis and the fourth downs, it's starting to it's starting to come back. It's coming back to bite them, in my opinion. They're not going with their guts. They're going with with. Football's a game of feel. You know, every sport is how you feel, if you're hot or not. So, anyhow, gentlemen, you know, also don't forget, we have a great app in our in the bottom called Gravy Stack. Um, and we're going to get get this going. Thank you very much. God bless all your families. Tune in to uh, Big Philly's show. Andres, hopefully we see you again. Alex, you know you're always welcome. You bring a lot of heat. Byron is our is our our is our, is our um what do you call it our journeyman or what do you call the what do you call the guy the the um what remember they call Cal Ripken the Iron Man the Byron's the Iron Man Byron has never missed a show in four years so well he's also the parole officer so yeah he's yeah, a correct he wasn't a parole officer sure so you can tell me sure. a dictator than a parole officer huh he no he's a oh, sheriff. 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 sheriff 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 oh sheriff yeah. yeah. He's my parole he's officer general. there. <laughs> he's, 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 so Vic, he's Vic is a dictator. It's going to be his general. Right. It's my show. Oh my God. Hey, I, I, I'm just, yeah, that's right. So, hey, but you guys did a great job. I really appreciate it. Big Philly, you're always welcome. We love your show as well. We love the Dolphins. You know, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm happy for the Dolphins. So, we tune in uh, uh, next week. We're going to start getting ready to um, round this out. And, guys, uh, what do you got? Okay, last thing. What's your what is your your, your food of choice for the Super Bowl? Byron, I kind of know yours, but I want you to go first. Well, I'm going to be at Myrtle Beach on Sunday, so it's going to be whatever I can get down there. So it might be some seafood kind of thing that I'm going to have going on. All righty. Uh, Alex? One that my uncle generally makes when we get together, it's called, I think it's like Gilly's Chili or something, but it's like, it's a chili dip that has, like, I think, a thing of layer of sour cream on the top. It's very good. Awesome. Uh, Big Philly? I don't know this year. Uh, the past two years, 
I've smoked the brisket. Mm-hmm. Um, You're talking Andre. You and Andre do good in food. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to do another brisket this year because I've done it the past two years. Uh, I might do like a short rib, or maybe a ribeye. Ooh. Do a tomahawk. Come on, do a tomahawk. Uh, I, I've done it. I've done that too. It just doesn't. It's like, eh. I chat. Uh, Andres, what's your food of choice? Uh, it's It will be the 22nd consecutive year that I make my super nachos. Oh, super nachos. Awesome. What's, yes, sir. What, what, what's in a super nachos? Fast. We got to go. It's super fire. Man, there's nine layers, bro. Right. There's nine layers, <laughs> but okay. basically half of the tr- half of the lasagna tray has pulled pork on top. The other half has uh, beef short uh, uh, ground beef. That's it. Well, okay, I'm gonna give you my food of choice, and I'm so glad because I'm not the one cooking it. <laughs> my wife makes this this like um, this cheeseburger ring. It's incredible. It's like it's oh. like it's like the bread that that you make out of you know the crescent little rolls. the little crescent roll. Yeah, she makes this tire ring, but a cheeseburger ring. So when you cut into it, it's got pickles, it's got everything, and oh my god, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. So um, that's what we may have. But she's got another recipe that she came up that's similar. It's like a quesadilla flipped upside down that turns into a cheeseburger. So I always like that kind. But I use we use I have to use turkey meat because I got to lower my cholesterol. Well, maybe when your nephew comes in town, you could uh, you could ask uh, you could tell his tia to make it for her ne- her favorite nephew. All right, that's what we'll do. All right, gentlemen, we're gonna start wrapping this up. You have a great night. God bless your families. We'll talk soon, and uh, I love you guys. Thanks, man. Boom.